What's up my fellow scruffy looking nerf herders and welcome to the Carbonite Chat. Today we're going to be reviewing the fan film Dark Resurrection Volume Zero, which is an odd name for it, but this was requested for me to review after my last video of uh, fan, fan reviews every, fan film reviews every Monday at 9. And so I did this one and the other ones I was positive on. Uh, the last one I reviewed a couple that I said weren't good, but mainly focused on talking about one that was good. But this is a very popular fan film. It's got over 3 million views on YouTube. And uh, a lot of the comments were really positive. The, the like ratio was high compared to the dislikes. But uh, I have to say, I absolutely hated this. This was just not good at, at all. Um, I watched it twice just to make sure, see if I missed something. Um, it was in Italian, and uh, so you had to read the whole time, which is fine with me. Actually, one of my favorite movies is actually a, an Asian film, and you have to obviously read the entire time, and then there's other really, really good movies that you have to read, such as like City of God and stuff like that. So I, that... That didn't hurt it for me. It did sound odd sometimes with some of the people speaking. Just Italian itself, some of the phrasing sounded odd to me. But again, that was not the issue with it. Uh, it seemed like this was a TV show that you watch that's like episode five or six of season two. And you're watching it just completely out of context because... It treats the scenarios and situations like it's a really big or important moment. But you don't really feel that it's there big and important because you don't understand what's going on. You don't know any of the characters. There's zero real story going on. You're told when you're first there that here's a story. You're said, you know, we're searching this place. Iran, I believe is what it's called. We're searching this place and... There's a past behind it, and this master's been wanting to find it this whole time. Well, that's the story. They tell you at the beginning, and, and that's basically it. You just see what happens when they find the crash scene, and that's what I mean by it seems like a TV series. If this was, again, if you had had build-up, if you had seen the story of this teacher trying to get there, or this master trying to get to this point, and you had had some build-up between the characters, but there would be moments where it would show the characters... That you don't really, that don't matter. You have the master. That's really the only one that even matters in the whole story. And maybe his apprentice, it seems like, Thor. But then you have the other ones. One of them is just messing with the lightsaber for whatever reason. And the lightsaber is kind of going out. And then later he kind of shocks himself. And it was just a stupid little humorous moment. None of the Jedi actually seemed like Jedi. It, it, it just a lot of the characters it didn't feel very star warsy it it just seemed off to me the story as a whole again this is where i talk about a lot of fan films do this they take advantage of the fact that you've seen star wars and star wars brilliantly a new hope started off with a big action scene it gets you into the moment gets you going um and it didn't you know, there was nothing there. The difference was a, a prior fan film that I reviewed, Darth Maul. It started off kind of slow with some dialogue and stuff like that before getting into the action. But it 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 pays off where it's okay and it works because you know who Darth Maul is. 
You know who the emperor is that's speaking. So you're in. You want to know what's going on with this. So it takes advantage of that kind of advantage that it has. This one is completely different characters. It's a completely different concept or idea. And it drags along us a third of the way through the story before anything even really begins to unfold. It's just them literally seeing this ship and then deciding they're going to go to the ship figuring out a way into the ship and not like excitingly trying to traverse things, just literally flying around the ship, waiting to find a location that they can bore into and get inside of the ship and then getting outside, checking to see whether it's going to be poisonous or not for them. And then walking to a location before one guy begins to find out what's going on. A third of it. That's, <laughs> that's not how you bring people in. I would have never finished it if it wasn't for the request for me to finish it. Then it jumps into some backstory. It shows the characters, and my lord, this is some of the worst acting I've ever seen. I mean horrendous acting. And there's a lot of really cool CGI in here, but there's also a lot of really bad CGI. And the fight choreography is miserable. I mean miserable. <laughs> It's it's pretty unbelievable how bad it is at points. And again, the, the Jedi, it's, it's like they've never touched a lightsaber before in their life. They have one guy that can do flips and jump around. But again, like, okay, so you got one guy that has a slight idea of what he's doing. This an Artaru specialist. That doesn't really sell much. <laughs> and I just, at each point, it just would kick you out with... The terrible acting. The the writing was not good. Some of the lines were just terrible. And the backstory was put in there. But it set off the pacing. Just the pacing was when it would cut from one scene to the other. It, it was, you know, force feeding you things. And it didn't fit with the way the story was unfolding. And it seemed like you kind of always knew what was happening. There was no real build up. There was no suspense it was trying to be suspenseful and that's what i mean by it always seemed like it was expecting you to know something you don't know it was expecting you to ex think that something big was being revealed when something was just being revealed and it almost seemed kind of pretentious in how it was done as if it was like expecting this to be just simply spectacular when there wasn't really anything that great to it when you dig into it there the story was told at the beginning and then it goes through some moments and tries to act like something matters like at the very end Thor ends up getting killed and he looks at his master and says you could have stopped it you like what do you, what do you mean he could have stopped it that but it's like it's trying to create there's no conflict in this story there's faceless beings that the Jedi are fighting because they show up but there's nothing that is built into it. They don't know what they're doing. They're just trying to fight because they're trying to fight. The ship itself is supposed to be a wreck, but it's perfectly in place. Like, it doesn't look like it's wrecked at all. The ship then turns around and blows up the ship that the Jedi appeared on, but yet none of the Jedi sense that a bunch of people just died. The apprentice Thor says that he senses lives around, but the master says he doesn't. Why, why is that the case? And then you, you, you later find out that the master 
And again, this is getting, starting to get into spoilery stuff, but I, I don't suggest you watching it. So that's why I've kind of spoiled a little bit here and there because I don't think it's that great. I don't think it's worth spending 40 minutes to go over. But if you want to, then go watch it and then come back to this. Uh, but the, the master is the chosen one. And so how is he not realizing what's alive and what's dead? It just, it doesn't really get put together. It seems like a lot of people liked it because it was put out in 2011 and we didn't have any Star Wars stuff. And it was trying to want to like something. Again, if it was episode six of, you know, a TV series and other things have been put or explained into it leading into it, then maybe there's a case to say that this could have been a decent episode, but I still don't think it was a decent episode I want to take it easy on fan films because it's fan films and they put it up for free on YouTube. But I mean, still, some of the acting was terrible. The choreography of the fighting was just horrific and the just minor things that should not have been that bad for a fan film, especially one as big as this one's supposed to be. And they're asking for donations at the end to continue the series. It just seemed like it should have been done better. The costuming wasn't very good, but let's, because I'm talking negative about a fan film and I didn't really want to do that, but this is such a big fan film and it was requested of me and I guess I can't be positive on every fan film. And so I wanted to bring up some adjustments for how I think it could have been done to make it a little more interesting, bring you in at the beginning, lead you along, make you think certain things are happening, then changes, you know, flips and stuff like that where... I think the backstory, so if you're not watching it, the master goes up and finds this kind of hologram that begins to tell him the secrets of what's going on with Iran. And the whole point is he's trying to find uh, an old, you know, kind of sect or group that supposedly found immortality, which is kind of interesting side note. And I may cover this Wednesday, but this is actually something that was used in the comics, or it seems like it got the idea from it in the Dr. Afra comics, where her father's searching out to find this old group of Jedi that were trying to seek out immortality. And it's not believed that it actually exists, which is one of the things they talk about as they're leading in, that they don't believe that it's a myth that these people exist, that no one was able to really figure out how to solve immortality. And that was played around with, with Dr. Afra. But this hologram's telling him the story, and he tells them how they had a battle and there was another sect that didn't want to, you know, that thought what they were doing was wrong. And they tried to fight against them and kill them. And they ended up protecting their belief. And then again, another thing that just didn't make sense. They talked about trying to, you know, start having kids awaiting for the chosen one. But just does it, it there's, they're putting in stuff that doesn't really have much to do with the story. And it just seemed kind of odd but I think what should have happened is you start off in the middle of that battle in the middle of the battle that is the you know flashback you start off there and you have the battle and the attack and so it puts you into it and then that you know flashback talks about that they ended up after protecting Iran and hiding it from those that who the power they could corrupt it and use it for evil that they then awaited the chosen one. And the actual movie starts off how their movie, the fan film starts off. It starts off with Thor. And then he walks in to tell his master that they found 
Iran. And so I think it would have been better to start off with the attack and the battle happening and then lead into, and now we just wait the chosen one. And then it goes to Thor as he goes in and says, Master, we found it. It begins to kind of hint towards the possibility that maybe Thor's the chosen one, but it leaves you with some questions. You're wondering, and it's gotten you into it because it started out with an action scene that kind of drew you in and told you the story in action and while things are going on. And then once you get in there, you don't have some of the dumb stuff that they had and little minor fixes, but I'm just talking about story here. Then he goes in and they walk in and they're trying to figure out what's going on. They sense something's going on. They both realize that there's life happening, that there's something happening on the ship, but it's eerie and they can't figure out what it is. And so they begin to split up and the master goes off and that's when he finds a hologram, but he, instead of getting the backstory, he's told, and this is what actually happens in the movie, that there's the ship is set up to destroy anything that is not the chosen one. And when, when they're walking, you see a shot in two shots where it goes and kind of reads over the body, and it happens to both Thor and the Master. And so have that still be the case, but have it where you think that it still opens up the door that Thor is the chosen one. And so when the master sees this and hears this, he then says, we've got to get out of here. We've, we've got to go because the ship's going to kill everyone. And he realizes like only one person, only the chosen one's going to survive. And he thinks this, of course, is Thor. And so he leaves out and Thor has been in the middle of this fighting with a group, fighting these you know faceless creatures that they fought. And when the master gets by, they have to fight to try to get to Thor and everyone dies off and it's left with just the master and Thor. And the master then begins to tell Thor what's happening and that he's got to, they've got to go or the master's got to leave that Thor is the chosen one and that he's the only one that can find the secrets. And Thor's like, I'm not going to leave you, master. I'm, I'm not going to abandon you. And the master says, no, this has been my lifelong journey to figure out what this is, what everything that's going on. I'm willing to sacrifice. I'm willing to die to go here. You have to stay. You have to figure it out. I'm willing to try to escape, but you have to stay and you have to solve this and figure this out for me. And Thor says, I, I can't leave you. And he goes, you know, I, I command you to do this. And as this is coming, more people are coming down to attack. And Thor's like, master, you have to leave now. If you leave, I will stay. And the, the master's like, okay, then I'll, I'll go. And he begins to start to leave and he tries to fight off some of the opponents. But as he does, he realizes that they're not trying to fight him, but they're moving past him to go and attack Thor. And he's shocked by this. And the realization becomes to come over him that, wait, maybe am I the chosen one? And as he turns and looks, Thor shocked as well as he sees them running past his master and not doing anything and sees his master just standing there not reacting at all he's then struck down and this is when the master runs to him and he says to his master you you, you could have stopped them why why did you do nothing and that's when he dies in his arms and as this the ship starts to crumble and collapse and he runs to the ship to leave having the hologram on him is when it pops up and says you are the chosen one. You're the one we've been waiting for. And now it's your turn to go on the journey to solve and understand and figure out immortality. 
And that's when the movie ends. And I think those reveals happening at these points that there's a conflict created at different times that some of the meaningful moments that they tried to make to be meaningful is actually played out in a way that's more understandable. You have an action point that sets up the story leading forward. And I just, I think it could have with some editing changes could have made it a much more interesting film and a lot better. I mean, obviously some of the stuff with the terrible acting and I cannot emphasize it enough. The acting is terrible. It could have, you know, been better, but overall, man, it was, it was not good. It was pretty bad. It might be one of the worst fan films I've seen so far. I'm kind of blown away with how positive the reactions have been behind it. But uh, I'll close off there because I don't want to spend too much time hating on a fan film, but I'm going to be reviewing these fan films and sometimes they're going to be bad. And a lot of times I don't want to hate on too much, but this had such positive reviews that I didn't feel like I was picking on a small, you know, small person trying to build these stories up. They got enough donations to be able to make another one. And so uh, I felt that discussing it and then giving my explanations for what I would have done a little bit different to make that story function a little bit better, I decided to go on with it as well. But I look forward to reading your comments down below, whether or not you liked it, whether or not maybe I just completely missed the point of the story, and whether or not my idea would have been any better at all, or they just both were terrible. I don't know, but I look forward to hearing your thoughts about them down below. As always, thank you very much for watching and never forget you nerf herders. I love you.